Welcome to the Mindful Dating Podcast, where it's all about helping you find healthy, lasting love without losing yourself in the process. Get clear on what you need most from a partner, develop a dating and relationship strategy that works for you, and practice self-leadership in all your relationships. Join your host, Dr. Yael Dubin, on her mission to discover how you can lead from your most authentic, courageous self and create a lifetime of joy and abundance. Hello, hello, and happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday as I'm recording this. I am really excited to talk about my topic for today. It's it's dovetailing a little bit with day two of my five day dating challenge, which is currently going on. If you did, if you missed it this time, don't worry about it. There will be another chance to hop into that next month. It's one of my favorite free events to put on is the five day dating challenge because people already start experiencing transformation just in those five days, which is awesome for me. I love knowing that I offer content that's of value and that really helps people move the needle on their journey. So that's going on. If you missed it, keep an eye out. It'll be back again, probably at the end of July. And today, what we're going to talk about is the fact that, you know, you think a lot of people I work with think that the reason that dating is so difficult, the reason they don't have their partner is what's happening out there in the dating scene. All of the things that, like you know, the it's the apps, it's the algorithms, it's that people don't want a commitment, it's that there are so many losers, jerks, addicts, liars, cheats, whatever. And I'm not saying that those are not happening. Definitely, apps can be a challenge. Definitely, there are scam artists, narcissists, addicts, liars, and cheats out there. Definitely 100%. Those things are going on in the world, but that's not why people are having a hard time finding a partner. In fact, the reason people are having a hard time finding a partner is because of what's going on inside them. And for some people, what's going on inside them leads them to become one of the people who comes across in a really wonky way. And there's something just off about them. And it's because of what's going on inside. And so I wanted to talk today a little bit about this and a little bit about how the kind of coaching I do, which is very mindfulness-based, very IFS or internal family systems oriented, can be helpful for sorting out some of those things that are going on inside of you that might be keeping you from finding really happy, lasting love. Now, first of all, I want to say if you have some things going on inside of you that are kind of posing barriers to ha having a great relationship. It's not your fault that that's happening. The reasons that you're having this are that you've had really crappy experiences, either early childhood, during your awkward adolescence, or later in adulthood. And that's, I mean, if you're single and you're over 30, you've at the very least had your heart broken once. That's a crappy experience. These experiences that we have in early childhood, adolescence, adulthood, lead us to have parts of ourselves that have beliefs that keep us from finding love. And you might resonate with some of these things. So for example, early childhood issues with attachment, loss, or trauma can leave us with that feeling that we're unlovable, can leave us feeling that connecting with other people isn't safe. Having an awkward adolescence or, you know, not being popular, being made fun of, having relationship failures early on in adolescence can lead us to feel that we're unattractive or undesirable. And later in life, having breakups or 
like being taken in by a narcissist or a loser, liar, or cheat can start to make us feel the world is a safe place or even worse, it makes us feel that we're just not a good judge of character or there's something off in our picker. We don't know how to do this. And it's, you know, because the world's unsafe and we don't know how to navigate it, we should stop dating. And that's one example of what happens when you have these things off within you, it leads you to compromise in a number of ways. So when you start to feel you're unlovable, when you feel connection isn't safe, you start tolerating the un intolerable because you feel so lucky to have this person who is willing to spend time with you and you think you're so unlovable that you're willing to put up with pretty awful behavior. Maybe you settle for less than you really want because you you have voices that say, I'm not really that desirable. I'm not really that attractive. I'm probably not going to get what I want anyway. So you start to play small. You start to pretend to be someone you're not so that you can just find someone who will be willing to spend time with you, maybe marry you. And you might be, you might have now be even divorced because that was what you did in the first marriage is that you tried really hard to be something you're not because you just really wanted somebody to be there with you. And what happens very, very commonly is the kind of settling that you do, the kind of settling for less. And I run into this all the time with my clients and prospective clients is that you settle for a life without love. You settle for a life without a partnership because you don't believe that's going to happen for you. And when you start to, when you keep telling yourself it's all about the outside world, you really give up the opportunity to do something different that will shake up your game and have a different outcome. Because really, if it's all everybody else's fault, there isn't anything you can do about it. But I'm here to tell you is isn't all everybody else's fault. There's a lot you can do about it. And I work with clients every day who have experience with having transformation in how they approach love, how they approach dating, and it changes the game entirely for them in terms of who they start pulling into their lives. So I coach, as I mentioned in the beginning, from an IFS coaching perspective. IFS is internal family systems, and this is a model of the mind. I have, um, I have a credential as an IFS informed coach, and I'm currently in IFS level one training so that I will be an IFS level one practitioner by the time this is over. And in this model of the mind, everybody has a core self energy. And this self energy is a place inside each one of us where we're calm, clear, confident, courageous, connected, creative, curious all of that. They're, those are known as the eight C's of self. And this is also the place where we feel like we have the most choice and, and freedom as well. But we don't often lead with this self-energy. Instead, we lead with those parts or those parts are active and they take over and lead our behavior. Those parts that say that we're unlovable, those parts that say connection's not safe, the parts that say the world isn't safe, the parts that really want to blame the apps, the single scene, the degradation of the modern family, whatever it is you want to blame. Uh, they want to blame people not accepting your sexual or gender identity, that you want to blame people not being okay with your religion. You want to really put the blame out there on, on those people rather than just operating from that place inside you where you're already calm, confident, courageous, and connected. And you know, in this place, you know you're lovable. And in fact, when you're in self-energy, you know that everybody has self-energy within them and that all the other people you meet also have that very lovable, very loving and compassionate and connected self-energy core, whether or not they're operating from it. When you're self-led, 
you are able instead, like, it doesn't mean that you're never going to hear a voice that says you're not lovable. It doesn't mean you're never going to hear a voice that says, oh, you might be a little old for this game or these apps suck. You're still going to hear those voices. Absolutely. But you're also going to have enough self-leadership to creatively respond to what's happening, to remain clear in what you want, to have the courage to ask for it and the confidence to keep showing up and keep persisting in your approach to dating until you find success. And this makes a huge difference in not just your internal experience of the dating scene, and it does. So for my clients, after they're done with the 12-week mindful dating intensive, they all say, I have a lot more clarity about what I want, and I have a lot more confidence about putting myself out there to get it. I had a path to follow, and I now know where I am at the end of this path. They know that this is just the beginning of their relationship journey. Some of them put both, you know, they go both feet in and they do the mindful dating journeys and they get that support throughout their dating journey. But even if what they do is stop at the end of the 12 weeks, they all have more access to self-energy. So they all know 100% what it is they want. They're all very confident in their ability to get it and very courageous about putting themselves out there. So it totally changes everything. And I was just talking with someone last week who um, at a at a conference I was at who currently has a partner, but about seven years ago, she didn't. And she said, you know, Yael, if I had met you seven years ago, I would have paid thousands of dollars to have what you're offering and what you're giving women. This is an amazing service. And it has helped the women that I work with. So one of the clients that I've worked with, she didn't believe this was going to happen for her. We first started communicating back in November, December. She didn't think this was that relationships were going to be a thing. She didn't believe in it. Over time, she started to think it was maybe possible. And now at the end of the 12-week mindful dating intensive, she struggles. She still has parts that think it's impossible. And she has more access to self-energy, which is where she knows she's lovable and where she's confident. Of course, she's lovable. And of course, someone will love her. This has made a huge difference in how she experiences dating. And it happens to every single one of my clients. And it sounds like magic, but it isn't magic. It just is really real. She said that she has better potential matches coming in now than she has ever had. Better potential matches. So she's not attracting the narcissists, addicts, liars, cheats, abusive, derisive guys that she used to somehow to find herself in the path of on match in different apps and whatnot. Now she's finding guys that are actually really decent, actually genuinely potential matches for her. She knows it's going to take her some time, but she also knows she's on her way, which is amazing. Really in 12 weeks of the mindful dating intensive, or even since we first started talking six months, even in that amount of time to go from really convinced that it's never going to happen for you to confident that it will and you're going to work this program until it does is a huge transformation. And it all has to do with developing enough access to self that self can be in the lead even when those parts that we talked about earlier are also there. The parts don't go away. We don't get rid of the parts. We always have them. But with self in the lead, they don't run the show. And that makes a total difference in how you come across on dates. It changes how you show up, even from the profile, even from a message, definitely on a first date, and it changes everything. And this, these are changes that my clients notice are happening by weeks three and four of the program. They notice, hey, I have more access to self-energy. I know where self is. 
maybe around weeks four, five, and six, a little bit of a rough patch as we also notice all the parts that are there. And then back to, oh, but I have self. I'm pretty anchored in self energy right now. That's a fantastic place to be. And when you go out and date from that perspective, you don't settle, you don't compromise, and you persist in your dating journey until you achieve success. And that's a huge difference between people who succeed in relationships and people who don't. It's actually the difference, according to Carol Dweck, who's done research on mindset, persistence is a huge difference between anyone who succeeds at anything and people who fail. Giving up too soon is a huge difference. And part of this mindset shift that happens inside my mind, mindful dating program is the mindset of growth orientation. For example, maybe your goal is to be led by self and you got hijacked by a part. When you have a growth orientation, you're like, oh, well, that happened. And now I'm going to learn how not to do that. I'm going to learn how to do something different. So you have this perspective that you can grow, you can learn, and you can change because you have that and because you become very confident about that, you can persist in learning these new skills until they become second nature. And you can persist in your dating journey. And I I love to tell my clients and I hate to tell all the strangers out there, but I'm going to go ahead and just shout this one out. I think that I had over 150 dating related contacts when I was dating, when I was looking for Matt, it took me over, took me about six months to find him. And I had over 150 dating related contacts, maybe up to 200, many, many, many contacts. And in order to persist to that degree without settling for less, without compromising on what it is I wanted, I had to develop access to self and allow self to lead. And that's how coaching inside my mindful dating intensive can change things. And when that change happens for you, when you can shift what's happening within you, inside of you, so that those parts aren't running the show and you have self on board, it will shift your dating experience just like it did for the client I was talking to you about earlier. Um, so whether it is coaching with me or coaching with somebody else, please, please open your mind to getting some support to get more self-led because your parts can be really sneaky and make you think that they're self when they're really not. And if you're not getting what you want and you're not feeling confident, courageous, creative, and clear about everything, it might not be self-energy. So that is a lot to kind of chew on. I'm going to let you think about that for a little while. And I'm going to hop off this video. I would love to know how this resonates or how this lands for you. I mean, can you relate? If you can relate to hearing some of those, I'm not lovable, I'm not attractive, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too tall, I'm too short. I'm too queer. I'm not queer enough. Whatever your I'm too or I'm not enough is, can you relate to that? And would you like to be able to do things differently? So I will leave you with that. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Love to hear from you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Mindful Dating with your host, Dr. Yael Dubin. If you're ready to shake up your dating routine and transform your approach to relationships, go to BahiraCoaching.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, pick up your free digital copy of Five Keys to Finding Lasting Love, and even schedule a free call with Yael now. Bahira Coaching is on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date with our programs, literature, and watch live sessions with Dr. Dubin. Links will be included in the show notes. Tune in next week when we'll share more about how you can find lasting love 
without losing yourself in the process.